Why choose this green church? I came to TGT because I saw a place where I could go spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGT makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly and that is what TGV is all about. I think you need to based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it for our own benefit. Like what is this and that is what we think. That's why I love you. There you have it. Do have an insightful service. It is full stop. Actor says forgive, forgive. Get it together. Simple. Don't don't overthink it. We act back. What do people do? Did you really mean give? What are you, what are you talking about? You no, know, no material things like give love, get love back. Why are you helping? Why are you helping overthink it? Don't overthink scripture. Just obey. See, God is not threatened by, by expectation. People say when he was not expect. He is not threatened by expectation. What do you want? What do you want that God not be like? Ah, uh-uh. no, no. Imagine that. No, no. Imagine that you right now you are. For example, you are a Bill Gates or an Aoshika and your child needs, your child needs one million. You are threatening yourself. You are threatened by one million. Let's even say that you need 20 million. You cannot make you start, you cannot make you start getting worthy, 20 million. Now you are God of what the earth. Someone gave and it was back. He cannot be threatened by it. You understand? He wants, he wants a house. The person like, he wants a house? Where will I get the house from? <laughs> no, no, imagine it. But that, 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 that's what we try to picture God. God is not threatened by your expectation. In fact, I think it's angered by lack of expectation. So, he sees you, his child. This guy doesn't have money to eat today. But don't expect anything from me. Just want to pray and fast. But I'm his father. I know this guy needs me. But he's telling me, God, you don't, you don't give money. You only give, you know, healing and miracles. But you don't. But I know he's hungry. He needs money. He needs power. But he's standing on the word. God says, obey what simply. Flee thy morality. Flee. But people don't, people don't flee. People, people negotiate it. People negotiate it. They don't flee now. You can only kiss her, you know. But he says flee, but you are negotiating. You will enter trouble. Obey the word in simplicity. Flee means flee. If you are kissing, you are not fleeing. Are you? Glory to God. So, like Mary, when you see gospel, you should be beat unto me according to your word. No matter how ridiculous it is, you're thinking about this name. <laughs> no matter how ridiculous it is, your response to God will be it unto me, according to your word. Glory to God. That's in that in that in Luke one Luke one thirty seven. Let's go there. Luke one thirty seven. It says, "For no word of God will ever fail. No word from God will ever fail. God's word carries self-delivering power." No word from God will ever fail. Your only job is to hang yourself on the word. 
So the doer of the word is the one who is blessed, not the hearer. Not the one who has sound theology. Deep in the word. No! James 1.22. James 1.22. It is a doer. Read it out. To the word and so deceive yourself. Look at that. Do what it says. Still go. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. So he says, the one that does not hear it is as though he looks at the mirror. He sees himself. But as he goes, he forgets what he has seen. What does this mean? It means you don't really know. He doesn't really speak of your practice it. So you don't obey it. You just saw it. You think you know, but you don't really forget it. It is when you apply that it speaks. Do you understand? So we don't get transformed by just knowledge alone. It's by applied knowledge. We don't know God until you do what He says. If you think you know God, you don't because you read, you read scripture. No! When you obey, and you know how God works. When it tells you, look at this. Don't worry. Never worry. Never worry. And you have a bill that needs to be paid. And you have done everything. Not happening yet. And you have one hour to deadline. And if God says, never worry. And you don't worry. And God shows, shows what? A minute to go. Then you know God will provide. It's not, it's not that for you about, about, about which means scripture. It is a life scripture. It's not that come alive for you. You now know, yes, God does make a way. So when you apply, that you know. So a lot of people, when you see people argue, you know that they don't know scripture. When you know how to operate, you argue less. Even you know only everybody that you argue a lot. When you know how to operate, you are Mika, you are Kama. You are not in order to prove a point. No! The point is in the result, not, not, not in the argument. I was my friend, make a rest that is you. He does not want you to say deep, deep things. Oh, come and say, there's somebody here. There's somebody here. You know, that is very ridiculous. You are afraid to go to go to her. Check now you go to her. I can say checks and she could have jumped up here. So he knows God. It's not just oral, you know, reading Bible. He knows the Bible by experience that God does this thing. You get my point here? So, it is the doer of the word that is blessed. Christ told them, says, any man that, that, that does my word, is a, a wise man that built his house on, you know, on, on the rock. Says the rain came, everything came. The house stood. But what I, they both heard the word though. They heard, but it's not practiced. The day really should come to crumble. Fuck of God. Even though he can talk the word. If he's not doing it, he does not know it. So we don't argue these things. Okay? Do it. Let us see the results. Let us see the words you have. Why right? Paul told them, I'm coming not, not just to hear what is no, but to see the power. To see the result of the these people, you you're telling them you people brag too much. You people you you too you too talk. <laughs> I will come and see the result of the knowledge you think you have. So it is the doer of the word that's there. The wise man is a man that built his life on the word. Says issues will come. That has to stand. That has to stand. So no, is it say issues might come? When they become, rain must fall. No matter how it be, no matter how it be, rain will fall on the house. Right? Storms will come to the house. Those things are a given in life. 
but the man that built his, his, his house, his life on the world will stand. This is called the wise man. Alright? So, going forward like that into wisdom. Into wisdom. So, first and first, wisdom is obeying the word. Not just hearing, obeying the word. Okay? Therefore, to get wisdom, we pursue wisdom. We pursue wisdom. Read books. Read books. Pay for seminars. Not just also free. Pay for seminars. Pay for mentorship. Pay for coaching. So you want, you are my coach, you are my coach, you are my coach, you are my coach. You are my coach. But you don't, there is no value coming from you, just you are my coach. Everybody values his own time. You get my point. To get best value from anybody, you, if it says pay, pay. Not just everything free. Pay. Okay? Program 4 7. says, wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. It says, it is the most important thing. Get wisdom. So, no matter how much you pray and fast, if you don't get wisdom, it's still zero. It's the principal thing. Get wisdom. Program 24, 24, 36. Help me. By wisdom, a house is built, and through understanding it is established. Can you see Christ quoting Proverbs there? When he says, a wise man uses his heart on the word. So, wisdom is not just reading wisdom, it is obeying what wisdom is. Real wisdom is obeying, obedience. Right? So, can I see Christ quoting to himself? Okay? This one. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Look at that. A wise man has great power, and a man of knowledge increases strength. For waging war, you need guidance, and for victory, many advisors. Look at that. He says, by wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it's established. Through that, it's filled with food, pleasant things. Okay? He says, the wise man presumes to get power. See, where does it power? Power. Alright? Since those who have knowledge must have their strength. There's no waste. They must have their strength. They are effective. Not just every raw power. No results done. It's not everything just raw energy. But a wise man must have the strength. He gets this done. Does, there's no waste of strength, waste of energy. If there's knowledge there, there's nothing behind it. Is that good? He says, surely you need what? Guidance to wage war. Not just military weaponry. You know, you can fight for and address it forever. You need more than raw energy, more than raw power. Wisdom. Facts. So you need guidance to wage war. Okay? And victory is won through many advisors. Proverbs 16. Proverbs 16. How much better to get wisdom, wisdom than gold? To get insight rather than silver. So he says wisdom is more profitable than, than the money. So people, you have, they say you pay for a cost of 10k. But you want to keep 10k. Pay for cost, thank you. No, I want to keep my thank you cash. He's saying wisdom is better than gold. Alright? So if it costs you money, let money go, get wisdom. So, there's a cost to learn. The cost is 50k. But if you learn that cost, you make a foreign key. But you say, no, I have my 50k in my pocket. It sounds very ridiculous, but people do it. With people do it a lot. Not only for the free version, God help you. <laughs> Alright? Well, what I'm going to say is, out in the open, wisdom calls aloud. Wisdom is not scarce. It's not scarce. Wisdom calls aloud out in the open. Says in the market square, she raises her voice. Wisdom is not, is not scarce. Okay, it's not scarce, but you must go for it. Okay? It's like 7, 11 to 12. It's like 7, 11 to 12. 11 to 12. Okay. It's like wisdom, like an inheritance, is a good thing and benefits those who see the sun. 
Wisdom is a shelter as money is a shelter. But the advantage of knowledge is this, that wisdom preserves the life of its possessor. Wisdom preserves the life of those who have it. Wisdom preserves your life. Wisdom makes you live long. You will not burn out. You get things done better. Wisdom preserves the life of those who have it. Okay, so wisdom is key. If you must succeed, wisdom is key. As I said, no matter what it costs, you get wisdom. Read books. Go on script. There is Millions of books there. You only pay two eight or three two three two eight per month, depending on the exchange. Two eight per month. And you have books. Do you get my point here? Okay? Attend conferences. Pay for coaching. Get another degree. Okay? In CGC, we are knowledge people. Not just every time pray and fast. Have knowledge with us so you can walk. Not just how to pray. As you are praying, be having sense also that the prayer can, can, can get results. Then everybody, let's just say we are a praying country. Everybody prays. In fact, someone will tell you, pray that, that pray that by God's grace, someone will be solved. No, God's not, God's not to tell you that by God's grace, we end Boko Haram, by God's grace. Do you understand? So, prayer, there's not a problem. We have a prayer problem. We have a wisdom problem. Say, we have a prayer problem. Everybody prays. I pray too, okay? That's not the point. Too. <laughs> you know now, eh? glory to God. Okay? So go for knowledge. There is a book for every topic. You know when I first secondary school, I went to a boys only school, I didn't talk to girls. I just read a book to learn it. I learned it. I had to talk to girls. There's a book for everything. There's a book for everything. There's a book for everything. I had to go and learn it. So it's step by step. I will not share it. You want to pay for <laughs> 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 Alright? But it worked. Of course, it worked. You know, now you know it worked. Yeah, it worked. Pay for coaching. Alright? But you already know to call out your hand, you know. Glory to God. Alright? Awesome. So, you can also pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. The right James said, does any man lack wisdom? Talking to believers or to Christians. So it means that you can ask with Holy Ghost and still lack wisdom. No, what happens to believers? It means you can, have, you can be born again, spirit filled, and lack wisdom. Guess what? Then plenty. Says, pray for wisdom. You know, some, 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 some people want wisdom. They want wisdom. Some people actually believe that they want wisdom. They say, they the, 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 the are that again. Pray for wisdom. Alright? An operation of the spirit that is called the spirit of the revelation. Okay? Of course, it teaches us scripture, but beyond that, it gives us practical insight into things. Not just, not, not just Bible wisdom. It teaches us all things. All things. All things. Okay? So pray for wisdom. It teaches us practical things for focus on leadership on the earth. Okay? Awesome. Turn to the for night. Glory to God. I will learn it. I'm getting blessed. Awesome. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. 
So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had said. Look at that. So because he was filled with wisdom, the people listened and did what he said. So the of wisdom confers on you leadership. Leadership. In your area of influence, in your calling, the spirit of wisdom confers on you leadership. People just want to hear what you have to say about it. Everybody can tell where is Melade? You want to hear and talk about this matter. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Okay? It confers on you leadership. Okay? Number 27. Number 27. Number 27. Number 27. Glory to God. So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Have him stand before Eleazar the priest and the entire assembly and commission him in their presence. Give him some of your authority so the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar the priest who will obtain decisions from him by, by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. At this command, he and the entire at his command, he and the entire community of the Israelites will go out, and at his command, they will come in. Look at that. So this idea that imparting wisdom, so the people can follow him. His wife Solomon, when he bought, you know, the the the, the, the bought offering to God, God asked him, "What do you want?" And he said, "God, give me wisdom to lead these people. Wisdom to lead these people." And God answered. And God, let's go to the second chapter. First Chronicles 6. Is it 6? First Chronicles. Second Chronicles 1, verse 6. Second Chronicles 1, verse 6. Solomon went up to the bronze altar before the Lord in the tent of the Let's follow, okay? And offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. That night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Look at that, please, Paul. Solomon gave. And God responded back. What do you want? This law of giving and receiving is forever. Example to Abraham too. Abraham gave and God spoke. Okay? So God asked him, what do you want to give to him? That night, Solomon answered God, you have shown great kindness to David my father and have made me king in his place. Now, Lord God, let your promise to my father David be confirmed. For you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead these people for who is able to govern this great people of yours. God said to Solomon, Since this is your heart's desire and you have not asked for wealth, riches or honor, nor for the death of your enemies, and since you have not asked for a long life but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge will be given you. And I will also give you wealth, riches, and honor, such as no king who was before you ever had, and none after you will have. Look at that. So God promised him wisdom and knowledge. And by studying also wealth, possession, and honor, like no king before him or after will ever have. And we see in First Kings 4, the result of this wisdom that God gave in verse 20. Okay? Verse 20. No, when you call your and first kings, they, they share similar stories, right? You can see a story in Kings and also in Chronicles. So in First Chronicles 3 is the, 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 the record of similar things of wisdom, right? And in chapter 4, God showed us in the scripture what the result of his wisdom was. Open to it. Verse 20. First Kings 4.20. Shoot. 
The people of Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand on the seashore. They ate, they drank, and they were happy. Go, continue. And Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms from the river to the land of the Philistines, as far as the border of Egypt. These countries were these countries brought tribute, and were Solomon's subjects all his life. Solomon's daily provisions were 30 cores of fine flour and, ten, and 60 cores of meal, 10 head of stall-fed cattle, 20 of pasture-fed cattle, and 100 sheep and goats, as well as deer, gazelles, roebucks, and choice fowls. For he ruled over all the kingdoms from, the, from west of the river, from Tifsa to Gaza, and had peace on all sides. <laughs> During Solomon's lifetime, Judah and Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, lived in safety each man under his own vine and fig tree. Solomon had 4,000 stalls for chariot horses and 12,000 horses. The district officers, each in his month, supplied provisions for King Solomon and all who had come to the king's table. They saw to it that nothing was lacking. They also brought to the proper place their quotas of barley and straw for the chariot horses and the other horses. So everything was provided for, even nothing. Even just did not lack food. He says in Solomon's day, because of his wisdom, every man had was under his own vine and under his own. They, they were all they were all prosperous because of the wisdom of the leader. He says there was peace all round. Look at that. Names to have peace all around those days. Peace. No those days of Patakot. <laughs> to have peace all round. All round peace. That's something. By the oppression of the spirit of wisdom. Around peace and prosperity by wisdom. So when I pray for wisdom, it's not, it's not just for wisdom sake. Wisdom as we saw. Peace, prosperity. Since everyone under their own vine and under their own so they were all homeowners. You now we have house where you have your tree outside. That's the point. They were all prosperous because of wisdom. Wisdom. Okay? Now let's see also about so much results by wisdom. First things then. First Kings 10. When Queen of Sheba came, you see what was. First Kings 10. When the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relation to the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. Arriving at Jerusalem with a very great caravan with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all that she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. When the queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he had built, the food on his table, the sitting of his officials, the, attend- the attending servants in their robes, his cupbearers, and the burnt offerings he had made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. Everything showed wisdom. Even the way he did burnt offerings. Oh, she should be just to burn the offerings. Have you? Just to put fire. I'm funny. But even in that, there was class to it. Everything Solomon did showed wisdom. Even the way his attendants dressed. So, being spiritual, so far being anyhow. Take my point here. So, wisdom shows in everything. It gets resolved in everything. Says, there was no question too hard for him to answer. No, she came with the questions. Then she thought about it. She planned it. She traveled to come with the questions to show in her mind how deep they were. Nobody comes to her and comes with questions for like for a village. Now it shows how in her mind how empty those questions were. But does not does not does not have for Solomon the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. 
Okay. He said to the king, the report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true. But I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half was told me. In wisdom and wealth you have far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your men must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Praise be to the Lord your God who has delighted in you and placed you on the throne of Israel. Because of the Lord's eternal love for Israel... He has made you king to maintain justice and righteousness. And she gave the king 120 talents of gold, large quantities of spices and precious stones. Never again were so many, never again were so many spices brought in as those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Okay, of course. That's the idea. Okay? So why does everything work where he laid? So when you bring properly the bit of wisdom, it will show in everything you do. Your career, your relationship, okay? Your environment. Imagine if we had more believers operating in a spirit of wisdom, of practicality. Imagine what will be the result. It will show in your business. It will show in how you package your online loan. Whatever you use, it will show in everything. So we should all desire and crave for the spirit of wisdom. Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 11. Proverbs 1. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and of power. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf with the lion the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and the little child and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the earth. The way, the earth. Not so, it's said there. It says the lion will, you know, eat with the lamb and all that. The, the snake, you know, the shadow put it on the right past there. Right? And it's talking about the earth. The earth. Some people will say it's after the rapture and stuff like that. But it said here before, it says it will judge the poor of the earth. There's no poor after rapture. There's any poor after rapture. What's he saying? He's not talking about what will happen in the afterlife. You understand? The poor of the earth will be clinical, clinical. It cannot be in heaven or after after. There's no poverty then. So, he's talking about something that should happen in our day. That's not the point. But just get that. Just take that and put it on. Alright? He says, the spirit of the Lord rests on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding of counsel and might. So, this is a part of what Jesus brings to you. Wisdom. Counsel. Knowledge. It is practical wisdom that, that taught what we can use to judge 
you know, iniquity, to judge injustice, to, to, to solve poverty. That's the point here. Let me take it again. He says, wisdom and understanding of counsel of might of men that fear the Lord. He says in verse 3, to the like to fear the Lord, you don't judge what I see, what the earth here. Okay? But he says, righteousness, he will judge me. And with justice, he gives us the core of the earth. So, with the, with the oppression of the sort of wisdom and counsel, it will, it, will, it will supply, it will take care of the poor and the needy. Do you understand? So this wisdom is a practical thing, and it's something Jesus supplies to us. The spirit of wisdom. So Paul calls it the wisdom of revelation. It's the same spirit at work. It has practical implications. Amen. Yeah. Ephesians 1.15 Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 1.15 for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Look at that, this one. What's my idea there? You can pray for the spirit of wisdom. Okay, even the believer needs to personally pray every day for the spirit of wisdom. Number one, to know God better. And also for practical everyday results. Always knowing what to do. Okay, so of course we pray and we study because we work together. Okay, but the spirit of wisdom, it even makes you, it gives you a natural urge for knowledge. Do you understand? It gives you a natural drive to seek knowledge. It compels you, okay, to grow in wisdom. It makes you a knowledge seeker. It also gives you quick response to issues. Quick response to issues. And that's the most example when they brought him to the child that people were arguing about my child. Is it close issue? Tell me your children. And what was the point there? The one that is killing cannot be the mother. That's the point. No mother wants to kill his own child. So John says killing can never be the mother. That's the wisdom there. So the wisdom has practical implications. Everyday problem solving. Leadership success in your area of influence. Amen. This spirit, you just know what to do. Everybody can say there's no way. You just know that there's something we can do about it. And you just talk and things get solved. The spirit of wisdom. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.